Okay, this podcast is brought to you by K-Drama. Because if you hear laughter in the background, it's because a family member is watching a K-Drama in the other room. If you don't know what a K-Drama is, then just uh, look it up and you'll know what I mean. Okay, in this podcast, I want to give you an overview of a chapter from an intro to a psychology class that's typically called Consciousness. And... And along the way, I want to talk to you about some highlights and some important points that is covered in this kind of course. And consciousness has to do with all the different kinds of things that affect our waking lives and our sleeping lives. Okay, so uh, we have different levels of consciousness. So on one level, we have wakefulness, where we're aware of how we're feeling inside. And we're also aware of what what's going on outside our body in terms of sensations. Is it hot, cold? Is it humid? And is it bright? Is it dark? And so forth. Okay. So we have sleep. We have wakefulness, and that's a basic starting point. So oftentimes in a consciousness chapter, one of the first things to understand is that our sleep cycle and wake cycle is determined by uh, the rotational forces of the Earth and the Moon. We have a rhythm called the circadian rhythm. And oftentimes, if you've traveled internationally and felt jet lag, and that is when our circadian rhythms and sleep cycles are off, in a sense. And that's a very interesting uh, subject to cover. And another general area of a consciousness chapter is about sleep. Not only, and, and I think I'll, I'll phrase some of the podcast overview chapters in terms of questions instead of trying to state some uh, just a whole list of facts of what to expect Um, so for instance how important is your sleep is sleep deprivation a problem or is it just something you can just push yourself through with some caffeine pills and and so forth to get your work done or if you're a truck driver or work the midnight shift and the night shift and what is the long-term effect of working an overnight shift where you're opposite of what would be considered a normal pattern of being working during the day and sleeping at night? Okay, these are very important things to consider. And what is the purpose of sleep? What does it do when we're sleeping overnight? Does it serve a particular purpose? Do we really need to get our seven or eight hours of sleep? Is it okay to get by on five? You know, I'm a college student. I have a lot to do. I have a lot to study, so I'm going to cut back on my sleep. Well, that's something you will discover. You'll learn about the different stages of sleep, uh, what's called rapid eye movement, and when is it that we dream? What is the purpose of dreams? What are the different theories that help to explain what our dreams mean? Okay, and uh, okay, I was going to tell you about a dream of mine, but I think this fits into one of the theories you'll see in the textbook, so maybe you can look it up. And I'll just give you this example. So, This recording is made, uh, this particular podcast is made during the COVID-19 shut-in of 2020. And uh, to be honest, I'm a very fairly active person, but only when we're traveling and constantly in motion, do a lot of walking and hiking. And since the shut-in, I really haven't been, to be honest. And so I'm slowly developing a what we men call a spare tire, okay? Not that I've gained 20 pounds, but, you know, 
it's the shape and the redistribution of fat. Anyway, not to go into too many details. So the shape of my body is changing. And I had a dream just a couple nights ago that I was back to my really fit self. That spare tire was gone. Okay, so your job is to look through the chapter on consciousness and you try to figure out what the interpretation of that dream would be for me. Okay, so on the flip side, many of us suffer from sleep problems or disorders. And I think when you look at this particular chapter, there are uh, some clinical disorders that are discussed, both in terms of sleep problems and as well as substance abuse and the different classifications of substances, stimulants, depressants, hallucinogenics, uh, and so forth. So the reason that you might find, well, why is drug abuse and substance abuse talked about in, uh, in this chapter is because these are substances that affect our consciousness, right? It affects how we perceive pain and how we perceive the world, especially if we start to hallucinate taking some of these drugs. So oftentimes the different classifications of legal and illegal drugs and addiction is discussed within this consciousness chapter. And along with that is the introduction of a textbook that you normally might, uh, a book that you more normally might discuss in a clinical disorders or mental disorders chapter called the DSM. It's called the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. And this is the book, just to give you a quick overview of what this book is, where clinicians in training uh, look at the book and it classifies all the different categories of what are considered mental disorders by the psychiatric and psychological community used in a clinical setting. And primarily, it's also a list so that just like when you see a regular MD physician for your appointments, they need to write down a diagnostic code. And those codes are then translated to, you know, health insurance companies, and then they know, you know, how much this is worth in terms of treatment and so forth. So these kinds of classifications are unfortunately necessary, but very few people's uh, mental disorders are, are perfect, perfectly described in this book. Okay, we often have some of them or most of the symptoms for a particular disorder or a blend of different disorders and their symptoms. So that's, a, that's an aspect of the DSM that we'll talk about later on, usually at the end of an intro to psychology course when we talk about treatments and disorders. But it's introduced here since we're talking about substance abuse and disorders. And let me just give you a, a quick, quick, uh, I guess, explanation of how is it a clinician is able to diagnose someone with a disorder, and this could cover almost any kind of disorder, from eating disorders to uh, alcoholism to a drug disorder and to a personality disorder or depression or anxiety, right? A lot of these things we experience in our everyday lives, and they're not affecting us in a negative way. A lot of people drink socially. A lot of people may use marijuana socially. Uh, on a, an occasional basis and so how do we know that someone is just drinking in a so-called normal way I don't want to use the normal but in a way that doesn't negatively affect them versus a way that qualifies one as a disorder well the way the DSM works is that there's a checklist a very specific checklist of symptoms that describes perhaps how often someone does something 
and also how long something's been happening. And the most important criteria that you can just remember this now in terms of your everyday lives and how you observe your friends and family in terms of is, is someone going down the wrong path or, or exhibiting problems is is there a significant change from their prior patterns of behavior and is their behavior maladaptive the opposite of adaptive is it hurting them okay is it causing significant harm to themselves or other people right so if someone's a social drinker but gets the job done is very responsible never gets a dui um, and, the, and the drinking doesn't ever affect them negatively then it's usually not a problem but if the drinking starts to cause pain uh, they start to you know lose hours at work uh, put themselves in harm by drinking under the influence I mean driving under the influence or operating machinery under the influence uh, or uh, not fulfilling their obligations uh, not paying bills because they're spending too much money on a substance then that crosses that line where an expert clinician will start to say okay this is starting to check a few more boxes that this person has more problems than the average person who is using alcohol or substance okay so that is something to keep in mind when you are reading about disorders and and how is it that a, a psychiatrist or a psychologist can actually diagnose someone with a problem versus someone who's just having everyday ups and downs or everyday experiences okay and those are the general categories that you'll find in a consciousness chapter and some professors will cover more than others as some might even skip it but I think it's an interesting chapter uh, I think a lot of students are interested about sleep patterns um, not getting enough sleep is a very common college student experience and a common experience for most people out there so if you're not a student of mine if you're listening to this I think it's really important to uh, dig a little deeper uh, TED.com has uh, several great videos talking about the importance of sleep and the functions that sleep provides us in terms of the healing properties restorative properties of the brain how it helps to gel our memories that we've learned during the day and you know whether uh, getting a couple extra hours of sleep or a couple of extra hours burning the midnight oil studying for an exam if you had that choice which one would you take which is better for you the next day well, that's something I want you to look up for yourself. Okay, I think that's about it for this overview of the consciousness chapter. I hope it was useful for you. And this is Dr. C, and I will talk to you next time. Hey there, thanks for listening to this podcast today. Can you do me a big favor? Um, just so that this podcast gets heard by more students of psychology and other people interested in the field. Uh, go to Apple Podcasts and put a little rating there if you like and uh, a brief uh, review, okay? And you can also contact me directly using the links in the description, whether it's Twitter or email, with any suggestions or feedback that you may have to make the show better. And uh, if there are any topics you want me to talk about, I can add them. And if you want to support me by buying me a coffee, the methods are listed in the description as well. Again, thanks and have a great day.